Hello, welcome back to the Hethel Huddle. Um, this is episode three of Isolation Station. And today with me and Sam, we've got Imogen joining us. Hello, Imogen. Hello. Um, none of us are prepared. And <laughs> I think it's better if we admit that at the start. <laughs> right, that's the, for- that's the formal stuff over with. Cool. Um, cool. How are you finding remote working, either of you? <laughs> Um, days are slowly merging into one. Um, it's okay. Uh, I'm, I've, I'm still trying to get used to working at my kitchen table and feeling productive. I think that's my biggest obstacle so far is that I don't feel like I'm being productive and that might be just because I'm not in work. I'm in my kitchen trying to do work and so it doesn't feel like I'm I don't know I just don't feel as productive as I would like to feel (laughs) and I think it's also because I can't focus on larger projects um and things that I need to like properly focus on because I've got so many like little jobs that I need to get sorted that have just come up from being settled and set up at home you know like checking in with the team and making sure that we're still communicating with each other and making sure that everyone's okay stuff that you don't have to think about when you're just in an office with each other do you think that do you think that you feel less productive just because you're in your kitchen do you think you are actually less productive like, do you think there's actually a difference in productivity or do you, do you think that it's just like a psychological thing? I think it's probably just a psychological thing. Isn't that weird? I find it, it is weird. I, I find, I find it easier in some ways it's easier to get distracted because we now talk so much over Slack and yeah. because we're not in the same room, it's not, like, I, I know if someone messages me with a question, I want to answer them straight away because I don't want them just sat at their yeah. laptop in their house, not being able to progress on the work that they're doing because they just need me to answer a question. So I feel in some ways I'm more distracted because I'm more focused on responding to people and questions and making sure everyone is happy. But then I think that that's what my job is. Like that should be what I'm doing at the moment is is managing that and making sure we're communicating properly. And I think that actually that should be my priority is making sure that we're all talking with each other and, and feel as comfortable as possible because it's a very weird situation to be in. Do you think working remotely and being in isolation has made that easier? Because you, every every bit of communication we have to do is conscious now, isn't it? yeah yeah it's i guess in some ways it is easier to communicate with people because the in in terms of the way that we communicate because it's always the same sort of communication it's always just messaging people or having a phone call and i mean you've spoken previously on different episodes about how it's you know, like phone calls feel more productive because you just get straight to the point. So in some respects, 
it's kind of easier to communicate with people and get the point across because that's the whole purpose of why you messaged them or why you phoned them. Mm. I think it's um, easier to communicate because everyone's like, everyone's much more quick to respond. Mm. Like, I don't think any of us do that thing where it's like, can I get back to you in five minutes? Because mm -hmm. everything's like on an instant messaging service. I yeah. Think it's, um, I'm not sure if we communicate more or less or better or worse. I, ha I still haven't, I still haven't decided. <laughs> Great. <laughs> but that's the thing. We, I it's mean, it different. feels like we have, it feels like we've been in isolation and working from home for about six months now, but yeah, yeah, it's yeah. now in the second week. Day like 16? Like we've got no way of, Day yeah. Day, Day 17. 17. Oh dear. Working from home. Yeah. yeah. You know, we we have no way of actually being able to measure what the like what the difference has, has had, like what the effect it's had. Because we're still so early on into everyone remote working. We have no idea if like it's it's working. Yeah. If this is the best way that we're communicating. Yeah, and I think because we're still in the um oh my god, how do we do anything again mode. Yeah. That it's not that people aren't being productive, but there's like a lot of um like leeway at the moment yeah. for not being productive or still trying to figure it out or like I'm sure some of us have set up in different rooms and moved around the house. Like I've had like four or five different organizations of my kitchen table. <laughs> try and decide which one's the best and i'm still not which sure i might change it again yeah exactly which which <laughs> angle is best for uh video calling people who don't know me that well there isn't a good angle for you wow how can i show the least weird <laughs> amount of things <laughs> <laughs> the angle is off but it's really weird how that's a conscious thought now is like different like who am I calling and what can they see in my back yep. in the background of my screen yep. can they see my lovely um knife holder and set of shopping drawers which I'm very <laughs> pleased about great knife I'm holder very proud of. Uh, thank you very much um or does that look massively unprofessional when I'm on the phone to someone who's got a very impressive bookcase um <laughs> You get that's them, definitely is that thing. that's a euphemism <laughs> nice. a very impressive bookcase come on being <laughs> <laughs> out bookcased by people no one's yeah. ever said that before no, no. no i've definitely heard i've definitely heard someone yeah? I, was, I was having a conversation with someone about it and they were talking about being out bookcase oh i might set up in front of a bookcase then yeah Apparently that's the, that seems to be the done thing. To be fair though, in your defence. they start judging you on your books. Yeah, that's true. You don't want people reading titles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if I, yeah, I guess actually looking at my bookcase, if I line it up wrong, you might just get all the Harry Potter series, which <laughs> might lose me yeah. some credibility with some people. <laughs> Although in, in your, in your defence, uh, Imogen, we did do a call the other day and then, and then the video like loaded up and I didn't think about it. And I was sat there in like a baseball cap and I was like, oh yeah, I forgot that's what I was wearing. 
And I couldn't figure out how to change my name on your login account. So both of us were down as Imogen. Oh, yeah. I think we just came across as really professional during the whole of that. Really professional, yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Wind a potato, though. No, I'm still no, disappointed you haven't figured that out. <laughs> Sam, how's your week been? Um, same old, I think. No, I think yet yeah, nothing has changed yet. I haven't, I haven't felt as much of a, a deterioration this week. Um, <laughs> Is which, that because you're already one, at the one bottom? Of two things, either. That's what I'm saying. Either plateaued and it's just it's fine, or yeah, I'm just at rock bottom right now. <laughs> And there's, there's, there's no improvement from here. This is just life from now on. Um, yeah, I don't think I've got much else to add from whatever I said. Um, yeah, I'm still, like you said, you said it the other day, like every time I'm still moving around the house a lot is what I feel like. I'm trying to figure out which room's best to set up in <laughs> and like which I'm actually most productive in. And essentially, it's keeping most of Keller. <laughs> <laughs> so I can actually get stuff done. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah. I think as long as you're not doing like your work sat somewhere that you would sat to relax, it's fine. Because mm. like, nothing would be harder than like if you're sat mm. in like in front of your TV, even if it's off all day, doing your work, and then you're like, great, done. Close yeah. my laptop, put it down. Now what do I do? Oh, okay. TV. Yeah. Just watch Netflix. Yeah, I have to have physical separation. Yeah. From like where I work and then where I relax. Otherwise, I would go insane. I mean, saying that, I did try mm. and put the kettle in the fridge the other day. So potentially what? that has already happened. Yeah, that wasn't a wasn't a highlight of my week. <laughs> how how talk me through the whole process, please. Well, I, I literally just finished making myself a coffee and then wasn't thinking about it and opened the fridge. And, um, <laughs> and then I had like a moment where I was just kind of standing in the kitchen like, oh God, wow, I'm losing. The moment of realisation that it was, yeah, all, all going terribly wrong. That's a new <laughs> one, putting a kettle in the fridge was the moment yeah. where you realised that everything was going wrong. That was the moment I realised I needed a break <laughs> to leave the house and go for my my one daily my one daily walk outside. Yeah, have you been doing that? Have you been doing nice. your government issued outdoor exercise? Yeah, I've been going for a walk at the end of the day. Which I think has James been nice. has been doing that as well, like at the end of the day. Yeah. That's what I do. Yeah, yeah. it gets to five, and I just go straight out for a walk. Do you, do you even shut the door behind you? Is it it's been working. that dramatic? I just run. <laughs> <laughs> do you think it makes a difference? Have you had any days where you haven't done that? What, gone outside? Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. I think I've made a conscious effort to every day. And it's part of the routine now, which is... Yeah, it's true. Um... But yeah, even like the days like, I've been moaning about the weather like every day, like this week's it's just been like so windy and miserable and it's just really annoying me. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, still go out and try to anyway. Mm. 
when we first started remote working, I didn't really get into a routine of going outside. And I do feel like there's a difference. I don't think I noticed it straight away, but after like two or three days where I've not gone for a nice long walk and been able to try and separate myself from from work and just give myself that headspace, mm. I do feel more stressed. Mm. It's quite amazing actually how like a half an hour walk can make that much of an impact on you. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Do you um imagine do you find it hard to manage a team of six from your kitchen? <laughs> as excellent a kitchen it... as it is. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um I know you're fishing for that today. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's 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 just a whole new experience. I think we're all trying to make adjustments and it's like what I was saying earlier it's I'm trying to be as responsive as I can to everyone and therefore I'm kind of more focused on being available and being yeah. able to answer questions that come through and therefore that's my priority so I've obviously got my other work streams that I need to focus on but it's kind of it's trying to balance that how do I make myself available for the team to help and support if I'm needed and then also balance the fact that I need to just focus for two hours and get my head stuck in a spreadsheet you know it's 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 kind of trying to balance that which is tricky but I think I'm starting to like find find my feet on it and it's I'm getting into a bit more of a routine and I think as I'm sure all of you guys feel like you're more in control and know more what you're doing. Like as the as the days go by and we kind of get used to this new way of working, naturally everyone will be able to kind of spend more time focusing on larger chunks of work at a time. And naturally, I think the way that we work will change over the next, you know, few days or even weeks. Do you find it hard to concentrate on bigger tasks then if you're being more responsive maybe yeah I think so and also I'm I'm so conscious of the situation that you know I, I will have random ideas and I'll randomly remember things and I'll want to check up on how people are doing with certain tasks whilst I'm trying to focus on a big project, just because that will just naturally how my brain works. I can't just focus on something. I'll always have random ideas, but so I feel more, I find it difficult to just kind of sit and focus in that respect because I feel more separated from everyone. And I think it's really difficult. Like the thing that's most difficult is we don't have that ability to just kind of ideate and chat and we come up with really cool random ideas when we're just in the office and a couple of people start talking about a challenge or something they want to do differently uh, with a business or a particular challenge a business has and naturally people can get involved and that's when some really exciting ideas come up is when we can actually just collaborate in the moment and 
innovate in the moment and be able to exchange ideas and thoughts. That's what I miss the most is that ability. It, it feels quite forced when we have to like set up a, a meeting, a team meeting. You know, that it's it's really difficult to kind of innovate when when you've got that time frame that you have to work to. Yeah, I guess it's I guess. like we've we've never operated in a way that's like, okay, from nine till ten we're gonna be creative. Yeah. It just kind of happens yep. naturally, which is great, but there's no spontaneity mm. when we do it like this. Because mm -hmm. you're right, you have to like organize a call and then wait for everyone to join and then kind of explain why you're calling everyone. Yeah. Or even if you want to talk about an idea straight away, the first way you would do it is messaging everyone. Yeah. But we all know how difficult it is to understand tone or yeah like understand what a message you know what you're trying to say just through text it's, it's really difficult so you can try and spitball an idea and, and grow an idea over instant messaging but then you've got to then have a call so that you can actually explain where that thought came from and what you were trying to get out of it so the, the it kind of yeah it loses that spontaneity which i really like yeah, you can't just like spin around in your chair and see who's busy and who's not. Yeah. You just, you might message someone and they might be in the middle of something really important and you've got no idea. Yeah. It's all a learning curve. Mm. I mean, it's... What I, what I like, I like about this situation, but what's interesting about this situation is that... <laughs> is how adaptable we are like how we can we can change the way that we work and and adapt to a situation obviously we deal with a lot of businesses who some of them don't have that that ability to adapt in the same way that we yeah. can you know because not everyone we work with is able to just kind of pick up their laptop and plop themselves on the kitchen table and work from home it's not possible so in that respect, we're extremely lucky that we can carry on doing the business support work that we do from home and try and support the businesses who are having to carry on and continue manufacturing and producing their essential services. We're still able to support them. That's where we can kind of step in. Yeah, I think by like, but, by like day three of working from home, it felt like we'd been doing it for weeks. Yeah. Sam had already lost the concept of time. Sam yeah. was in his slow descent to madness. <laughs> That's really what this is about. It's just documenting how is Sam. Maybe we'll call it how is Sam idea instead. Behind... That was... No, it's not just me, thank you very much. It's the idea to document everyone, yeah. or at least ask the facades. That's the excuse yeah. for you. I thought about it earlier. I thought about like this... <laughs> I like to think this series in general is like, you know, in, I'm trying to think, I can't remember what game it is. I think it's probably Outlast when you're going around and finding all these old recordings. Sam, that's a horror game. <laughs> you know just... full well that me and Imogen have yeah. never been near that. 
Well, okay, well, it's, a, it's a concept, but <laughs> um, essentially he's recording to it, just documenting someone's descent into madness, and I'd like to think that that's what's going to happen with these podcasts, they're just going to be found on some old tape one day in the future. Um, <laughs> so what we'll do with every episode is I'll load it onto an old 8-track tape. That'd be really good. And then I'll leave it in a yeah, forest somewhere. Yeah. And just leave it about somewhere, probably, yeah. <laughs> it does feel like we've been doing this forever even though this is the end of week two no just after week i don't god i don't know it really does but i think so it's because there's no certainty on how long this is going to last yeah true i think that's why i feel like i'm in a bit of a hole like i don't know what what day it is yeah what week it is how long have we been working from home because this is now the new normal so it's quite it's like it's really weird to think about well it's very difficult because there's just no certainty yeah i mean well if you're anything like me and like control yeah then this is weird because we've got no control over when we go back to work or even when we're allowed outside the house again yeah yeah, it's a really strange situation to to just accept and get yeah get used to. I, I was I had to go to the centre this morning and do some health and safety checks, and I I bumped into um, one of the tenants there at a two meters distance. Well done. Um, thank you. Um, but Good. we had a chat, and it was just you know it was we were just talking about how it's you know it's really quite scary this situation and the the not only is the virus so horrific and how it's actually affecting people but there's also this added pressure and stress on everyone to do with the you know business and economic impact of the virus um and just how that uncertainty of what impact is it going to have and how long is this going to impact businesses and just what's going to happen with us as a business is is just just makes the situation even even worse. Um, I, I mean, we were saying we we talked a bit about kind of mental health, which is weird because I'd have never had this conversation with a tenant in the coffee forum at a two meters distance <laughs> um, unless we were in this situation. But we were talking about how sometimes it just gets too much to focus on. Mm you know what's going on and you have to have that separation you've got to turn the news off like keep up to date but at some point in the evening when it's nine o'clock and you're still listening to the news that becomes unhealthy and it's really difficult to to function and feel in control when you're kind of sucked into the the media Mm. reporting on on everything that's happening and that it's really important to try and separate yourself from that as difficult as it can be and focus on things that do make you smile still and that you can I don't know just focus on the the happier things which is it's really hard to say because it's it's very difficult to to focus on light and happy things because we're not going through a situation which is easy and it's very difficult and stressful but I don't know I was just it's kind of it's nice to have those conversations with people and see that everyone everyone feels the same everyone feels the same stress and it's 
the uncertainty that's really kind of getting to people. Yeah, I think it's one of those things that's going to affect everyone, whether they realize it or not. Because there yeah. are people who know that they're susceptible to suffering from whatever mental issues they have or well-being issues they have. And they know that like change is going to affect that, any disruption. But then there's like, mm. none of us have lived through a pandemic like this. So actually none of us know how we're going to react like this, to yeah. stuff like this. And you're right, like it's impossible to... It's impossible to look at any news without just hearing different angles on coronavirus stuff. Like I've mm. stopped after we went into lockdown, whenever that was, I stopped watching the news because I was kind of just waiting for that. It was every day. It was like, yeah, is today exactly. the day we go into lockdown? And then we did that. And the next day I stopped paying attention to any of it Yeah. because yep. it's just me at home with Molly all day. And I don't go outside apart from like to go to the shops <laughs> and that it, Whereas before when we were going into work and kind of like, oh, are we going to, are we going to be on lockdown yet? You know, you're kind of, you're almost in limbo at that point. Mm -hmm. But then the second it happened, I was like, right, now I'm not going to pay attention to it because the numbers, the number of cases and whatever is just going to go up and that's just going to stress me out. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's giving, it's giving yourself that separation because yeah you can't you can't function <laughs> in a, a you know you just can't function if you focus on negatives and, and it's so easy to get anxious about the situation and I I feel so much for people who struggle with anxiety or are really susceptible to stress because this is just such a stressful situation I mean I can be quite anxious but you know not nearly as severe as some people feel yeah. it but then when I was standing in Sainsbury's and there was absolutely no food on the shelves I started to feel panicky because I was like well how like I, I I felt in control of the situation until it got to that point where I was like well hang on this is really affecting everyone and everyone else is panicking like should I be panicking now yeah it's it, it, it's weird yeah have either of you struggled with being more anxious then during this? Do you think? I know when there were no biscuits at Sainsbury's, that was a near tear moment for you. It was it was the lack of pizza, actually. But... Oh, don't. That's my worst nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Which is also a, a first world problem. <laughs> I, have, I have found myself um, feel more anxious. Yeah, but I'm, I think I have. I'm... I'm very I'm 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 aware of it. Yeah, so yeah. I know when I start to get a bit worried and panic and feel more anxious, I know for myself I need to take a step back and I need to go for a walk or I need to stop watching the news and I need to mm. focus on something different. I can pick that up quite easily with you know, with myself. So I I try and stop it yeah. because it's again it's that lack of control i can't do anything about it but yeah. i can do something about trying to make myself feel less anxious about the situation yeah what about you sam um yeah pretty much exactly this. that's the kind of outlook i've got on life anyway if there's something yeah. i can't if i know i can't have an effect on it or a control of then i just it's not logical to stress out about it so I try and just detach myself from it, yeah. Um, which is easier said than done sometimes. But that's, I 
guess that's just my general. This is something you know, I can't control over. Just, yeah, don't worry about it. And just, yeah, <laughs> just try and focus on other things. I'm exactly the same as you. As soon as like I was just waiting for lockdown, and then since that's happened, I've just yeah not been watching the news anymore. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's been a lot better since I stopped watching the news. Yeah, I suppose. And I never used to as yeah. well. I, I know I never yeah. consumed news ever. And then all this started happening. I was like, mm, I do need to know what's going on. And I was like, oh God, how do people do this every day? Like people read the paper every day. I can't do it. <laughs> I read, um, I can't remember where it was now. I found an article the other day or someone sent me an article the other, other day that was uh, written by someone who'd survived various crises in various countries i think they're a journalist who's traveled around a lot and they were talking about <laughs> they were they were getting really irritated basically with people who are coming at this from an angle of look you're in lockdown this is an opportunity to be really productive and their their mm-hmm. argument was yeah. was we actually have to like allow ourselves time to be anxious and yeah. almost grieve our loss of freedom which I thought was quite interesting because mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of stuff and we've been guilty of it as well. Like I definitely yeah. think about lockdown like that a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't have to travel to and from work. What can I do with that extra time? Or mm-hmm. I've got my hour for lunch, but I don't have to like go anywhere and get lunch or anything. Like what can I do with that time? There's like an yeah. obsession with productivity. Yeah. I I saw uh, an article or read an article or a post or something and it said it was talking about, no, you're not you're not working from home you're at at home trying to work i quite like that it's that that different angle you know yeah. you know we're not just working from home actually we're trying to adapt to a whole new situation that's actually really difficult to do which leads on from you know you what you were talking about about productivity yeah. it's you can't expect every everything to happen at the same speed as it yeah. was yeah like we're we're quite fortunate that we can pick up and move home quite easily like it hasn't been that difficult for us physically at least in terms of stuff but then there'll be plenty of people that it's just not that simple to do that and the process of taking whatever they do home to work from home like if you've got a family or you share a house with a lot of people and everything like it's just it must be a nightmare like i'm set up on a dining room table but there's only two of us that live here if there were if there were if like we had kids and stuff i couldn't set up on a dining room table it's just like it's not sustainable yeah. but then at the same time you still got a job yeah so you still have to do that it's yeah. it's like it's a very weird situation it's one of those things where you you feel bad for like com- not complaining but picking up on the negatives of us working from home yeah. when and then you kind of think to yourself well actually at least a got a job and at least yes. i'm able to work from home yes. and so many people are in such a worse position kind of puts it into perspective doesn't it yeah but then i think the other thing with that is there is perspective but then there's also relativity because for some people it's not like being working from home is their worst possible thing they could ever imagine in their life which sounds extreme but there will be people out there that that would be like the absolute worst thing that could ever happen to them yeah there'll be other people that will adapt just fine, but they'll have other issues, like they'll freak out when they go to the shops and see nothing on the shelves. Which hasn't happened to me mm. recently, actually. That was a few weeks ago now. <laughs> I think I'm over it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I saw this other thing actually going on from that, the whole productivity thing. It's an old stoic principle um, from like a newsletter that I subscribed to and it was talking about a lifetime versus dead time. And it was like, what are you doing with the spare moments you have now? Are you using them to your advantage? And I just thought it was really interesting because I kind of read the two articles back to back, one of which was don't put pressure on yourself. And then the other one was like, well, you've got all this extra time. How are you going to improve yourself? <laughs> and I agree with both. And that's really confusing. <laughs> yeah, there are two conflicting ideas there. <laughs> yep. Welcome to my mind. <laughs> One thing I think is quite interesting, actually, is um, the impact this will have on the environment. Yeah, I'm I'm interested to see like what statistics and environmental monitoring will come out over the coming months as to how everyone working from home, you know, most people working from home, has affected the environment. And like, I'm I'm interested to see what will happen there. Because naturally it's going to have, there's a flip side. If we talk about um, CO2 emissions and if we talk about people driving to work, naturally there's less people driving to work and therefore there's, you know, less emissions. But then I also read an article um, which was um, written by someone who is a doctor working in the NHS. Um, who was talking about actually um, single-use plastic is now incredibly important for the NHS in terms of uh, controlling the spread of infection yeah. because it's so much cleaner yeah. to have a single-use plastic and just bin it rather than having reusable cups or yeah. you know all these different things. It's 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 the safer thing to do in this current pandemic is to be less environmentally friendly so it's like balancing yeah. that you know i think a lot of us now are very conscious about how we can be more environmentally friendly and we have our keep cups and we recycle and we try and consciously make decisions throughout our day that are more environmentally conscious but then we've got this conflicting <laughs> argument that actually reusable things aren't very good in a pandemic where there's you know an infectious virus going around so I thought that was really interesting because I hadn't thought about it from that yeah. point of view I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd thought about it in terms of in a really very simplistic terms of less people are driving to work yeah yeah and then I guess the flip side of that is less people are driving to work but more people are at home and mm. I guess if I can say it without making it confusing but there are less people in houses than there would be in offices. And then, so the amount of energy that individual houses are using to heat a house yeah. and power all the equipment we brought home with us yeah. is going to be different to the amount of energy that was used to power an office that held 10 people. Yeah. Yeah. But then it depends where your energy comes from and all that kind of stuff. But it's like, I wonder if it, if it would balance out mm. or if it does actually, if it is actually better or worse, I don't know. I think the single use plastic stuff's quite interesting as well. Because imagine if we were five, if this happened five years in the future and we got rid of all single-use plastics. Yeah. Which probably wouldn't have happened in healthcare. Mm -hmm. But even moving in that, that that direction would have made this very different. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. 
I'm not quite sure which way it will go. Yeah, now would be an interesting time to do things like traffic surveys and like, you know, the pollution monitoring stations they have in cities and stuff like how different is it? Mm. Like I have seen photos of waters in Venice looking quite clear. Mm-hmm. But again, I wonder whether that's yeah. pollution or whether that's just because just there aren't boats churning up stuff on the bottom of the river. Do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I think we have to like take things with a pinch of salt. Yeah. But then there was that story of uh, goats taking over a Welsh town. I heard that on the news this morning. Yeah. Because no one's outside, so <laughs> there's no yeah. cars, no people, so they're just <laughs> rolling into town. <laughs> <laughs> My, I have to say that (laughs) one of the things that is um, like great about everyone working from home is seeing all the pet pictures of um, pet colleagues that people have. Pet colleagues. Yeah, pet colleagues. Something light to, to see on your LinkedIn page. Yeah, it, everyone's everyone's got suddenly really casual on LinkedIn, haven't they? Really casual. It's gone from yeah. like mega professional, and suddenly it's like, here's me at home in my pajamas with my dog. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on, you're in like a three piece suit <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> yeah, it's inter- it's interesting to see how online presence is changing. So, like yeah. you say, LinkedIn has become so so much more informal. It's almost a bit like a, a Facebook or something where yeah. people are updating each other on how their days have, have gone and which pet has joined them at their laptop today. Yeah. Um, I think people are more open. So I, I've seen a lot of posts with people who are, you know, updating people in their network of the situation they're in because they've been made redundant because of COVID-19 and they're kind of sharing their journey of, oh, I found a job in a supermarket today and today was my first shift. I've seen shift. some of those, yeah. Like that's mm, yeah. interesting. So I think that's increased in, you know, those sorts of posts where people are sharing their day-to-day experiences, but in more of an informal way. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting. Mm. Interesting how quickly it changes as well. Like we've only been in lockdown for less than two weeks, I think. Yeah. Something like that. It's yeah. been like a week, hasn't it, or something? Or a week and a half, I don't know. But um. Yeah. Yeah. How like almost overnight, the way we do everything changed. Like, loads of people who I um used to do aikido with years and years ago they've suddenly figured out Facebook live and then every morning at 7am they do like a kind of warm up and stretch kind of class for whoever wants to join to, to like join in. Cause they're like, oh, I'm going to do it anyway. So I might as well put it on. And it's like, I can't imagine them doing that six months ago. Yeah. People who are like seemingly quite private people, not in a bad way, mm. but just like as people are. And then suddenly mm. they're like, come do morning stretches with me. And it's like, what? Now I'm in your living room. <laughs> what's the weirdest thing you've caught yourself doing apart from putting a kettle in a fridge I don't know I think putting a kettle in a fridge is pretty much my peak I hope it is actually <laughs> I hope it doesn't get I any worse do. I hope it doesn't get worse than that <laughs> <laughs> oh that was a bad day 
Yeah, I think that's my um, that's my weird thing. What about Damn, you, Sam? <laughs> yeah, make Imogen feel better, Sam. Um, I it's a, it's a similar one related to a fridge, but like this was after the working day. I was pouring my, uh, yeah, I think I was pouring, I, I, yeah, putting pouring a glass of wine, and I nearly put milk in it. Oh God! So, <laughs> hang on, is lemonade. Is <laughs> in a spritzer, but um, very nearly a milky wine. So, oh no, that would have been a new one. This really is our descent to man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I wonder Mm. if there's going to come a point where (laughs) we hit rock bottom and this is just really depressing. I think think it's good. (laughs) (laughs) Or complete delirium. (laughs) Probably closer to that. What I find hilarious—I <laughs> find hilarious—is that like half past three every day, suddenly some like random comment will be made on the Slack chat, <laughs> yeah. and then some conversation will start, and it's just like everyone has had everyone hit their peak for the day. They're like, "It's half past three. I've not spoken or seen another human being in the whole day." Like. <laughs> Let's talk some complete rubbish. Um, yeah. About God, I can't even remember what it happened the other day. We were trying to come up with names for a ser- an, an article series about businesses in the region. I'm impressed you can say that. Yeah, businesses oh, I who practiced were practiced earlier. You rehearsed. Businesses who were trying to combat coronavirus, but yeah. we came up with. Coronavirus. Oh, something. well done. Perfectly executed. I had to really think about really it. Good. Yeah, but that was 20 minutes of everyone just coming up with the worst article names that we've ever <laughs> suggested. Same. <laughs> yeah. Funny though, you can like literally see the tipping point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When suddenly like 10 people are typing at one time you can see okay everyone's everyone's gone a bit mad <laughs> and like an hour ago when james made one comment about your block of knives and then we got like the full tour of your kitchen <laughs> you can't compliment my kitchenware and then not expect a, a an up close i didn't say i didn't say we weren't interested mm. but you were in the middle of I trying mean- to say something Probably quite reasonable. <laughs> we were we were at the end of the meeting, but um, I was very easily distracted in that case. Any other business? Yes, please show me your spice rack. <laughs> How many spices does your spice rack hold? <laughs> These are all things you wouldn't have cared about a few weeks ago. Yeah, I know. We've all seen the inside of my kitchen now. I know. What privilege. I know. I hope you feel privileged. <laughs> and Sam gave us a weird tour of his house the other day when he was going to go and do the podcast from inside a wardrobe. Oh, I sat inside a wardrobe for a minute. Yeah. 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 It was good. <laughs> okay. That's definitely me. Does sound 
reasons. For sound right, reasons. Yeah. I was I was trying Spoken to like a technical why. expert. <laughs> For sound reasons. <laughs> Is this another he's going insane, he's locked himself in a yeah. wardrobe. Yeah, you just have to humor somebody him. Somebody sends help. <laughs> he's in a wardrobe but he thinks he's driving to the shops. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's enough um, mentally falling apart whilst recording it for today. I've already told everyone that I've, I have gone insane and tried to put a kettle in a fridge, so... Yeah, I mean, you can't get any like better than that. Stopping here is probably a good good decision. Uh, well, we might have, we'll be able to update on that next time. Maybe next time you'll have put wine in a kettle. And Sam will spend a day yeah. in the fridge. Yeah. Interesting. I'll try that. <laughs> I have to monitor my behaviour and seeing if I if I start to slowly lose it as well. Yeah. I say start to. Continue to. Continue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Continue the downwards part. It's a slippery yeah. slope. Yeah. <laughs> on that note. <laughs> Cool. Right, excellent. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Okay. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah.